Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Out of Run End Zone. Today we are with the host getting all of his opinions and takes on the upcoming 2022 NFL Draft. Hosts, what is your initial thoughts about this year's draft? Well, you know, as in past drafts, this, you could, as we already know, this draft is not quarterback friendly. Allegedly, I, as I say that, because nobody really knows how these quarterbacks are going to turn out. But none of these quarterbacks are supposed to be a top prospect that they're going to pick high. But I think Carolina is still going to be interested in one. With that being said, a lot of good wide receivers in this draft, a lot of good linemen, a lot of edge rushers. So uh, this is uh, if you need to supplement the rest of your team, uh, with these kind of uh, positions, this is a good draft to do it in. What are your thoughts on the Las Vegas draft location for this year's draft? Well, there, you know, uh, me, the host, living here in Las Vegas, uh, the draft isn't just uh, consolidated into a one area. Yes, the main part of the draft is in the convention center, but they also have a bunch of other uh, sites up, set up around the uh, the strip down there. They got the draft experience. They have the draft theater. Uh, of course, you know these are all events that you can get in uh, with a pass. So I don't know if you have to pay for this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I didn't really look into all that, but there's uh, you know places to go and, and experiences uh, down on the strip, wherever. And the NFL Network is at the Bellagio Broadcasting. So if you want to go down there. And you know, try to get on camera. That's where they are at. I have I don't know currently where ESPN is, but that, that's where the NFL Network is. They're at the Bellagio. They're right by the fountains. If uh, people who know Las Vegas uh, know where that is. All right, I want to get your picks one to ten. Well, a lot of people, of course, you know, like. Uh, no, Aiden Hutchinson going number one. And then a lot of people like recently now the odds are shifted that Trayvon Walker uh, from Georgia is going to be the number one. Uh, you know, and then we also have the uh, Kayvon Thinnable guy out of Oregon. He, uh, he's been projected to go to number one. And of course, you know, highly touted safety Kyle Hamilton uh, from Notre Dame. He is up there too. I don't know what Jacksonville's going to do now because uh, you know the owner and the GM Trent Balky are uh, debating back and forth what to do. Uh, if you're the owner, you got to go what your what your GM says. And I think uh, Jacksonville's going to go and pick uh, Trayvon Walker. I think he will be the number one pick tomorrow night. All right. You want to hear my top ten? I got Aiden Hutchinson one. I got Thibodeau two. Trayvon Walker three. Stingley four, Jermaine Johnson five, Ikemakwanu six, Cross seven, Gardner eight, Evan Neal nine, and Drake London ten. Who do you have? Who do you have Carolina taking? Charles Cross. You you don't think they're gonna go with a quarterback? I think they could go with a quarterback, uh, but 
I've just been looking at the mock drafts, and they're not really picking that many quarterbacks that high anymore. Yeah, and that just that to me just proves right about the mock drafts. Like nobody seems to really know what's going to happen. I still think I think Carolina is going to go with a quarterback. Uh, you know, David Tepper. He wants to win. He wants to win now. I don't think he thinks he can win with uh, Sam Darnold as his, his quarterback. Uh, he, you know, he bought this team to try to make it a winner. Uh, he, he doesn't have much patience. As you know, uh, Alex, David Tepper was a minority owner of the Steelers, and he wanted Mike Tomlin fired on several occasions because he, he didn't think the Steelers were winning enough. Uh, I think he's going to give Matt Rule one more season. And if he doesn't get it done, I think he's going to let Matt Rule go and make some changes. I think David Tepper is going to put the pressure on and have Carolina draft a quarterback. That's just my that's just my opinion. I mean, I think if you're going to have one team draft a quarterback in the top 10, it'd probably be them. But I kind of like – I don't know if they want to be stuck with two quarterback contracts. And also, I think I think – They'll be a lot better if McCaffrey plays the, the whole season anyway. So now I wanted you to uh, get your opinion on the notable QBs in this year's draft. That being Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, and Matt Corral. Um, I guess, what would you rank them, and you, who do you think would have the best pro career? Or even, you could which ones do you think will be drafted first? Well, I think the first quarterback to go is going to be the Malik Willis kid. Uh, you know, the NFL game is turning into a, a mobile quarterback game and a, a quarterback that can throw the ball downfield. Now, I read a report yesterday that – when Malik Willis gets put into the NFL, he's going to have the eighth best arm. So that tells you all about his arm strength. So I got him number one on my quarterback list. The only problem with him, when he played good competition, he didn't throw any touchdown passes and he looked bad. So and I know he's at a small school in Liberty. I know he doesn't have the same type of players as the other schools that he played in those games, but he still should have shown a little – uh, you know, a little more than just not looking good in those games. She showed a little more that he really had some NFL talent. Now, moving on from that, I think the second best quarterback in this draft is Kenny Pickett. Now, he's played all three seasons. He played he was a starter for three seasons in a row. My only question about Kenny Pickett is, why didn't he come out sooner and what took him so long to develop into the star quarterback that he had this last season he, you know he's a senior he's coming out now if you go back and look at his numbers he just had one great season and of course that was last year and of course that's enough to get you touted in the draft and of course all the worries about his hand size now the third guy I have is Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati he can he's mobile he can throw the ball downfield I like his competitiveness he, you know he mouthed off to the Notre Dame fans and he backed it up. So I like him in that part of it. Now, Sam Howell, not, I don't have very high regards for Sam Howell. Played in ACC. The ACC wasn't as strong this year. 
He still didn't have a lot of good games. Uh, ACC is not known for great defense. He struggled at times. So I'm going to put Sam Howell as, as the worst quarterback of the five. And uh, Matt Corral out of, you know, out of the SEC. Got hurt at the end of last year. Said he's going to be ready. I know I watched him play a lot because I watched a lot of SEC football. I don't know if he's got that extra gear to lead a team to uh, down the field into a victory when you're going to need it. Is he going to be, uh, could he be a good backup quarterback in the NFL? Sure, but I don't know if he's got the intangible to be a team leader and a great quarterback. So that's where I list all the quarterbacks in the draft. I don't know if I want to reveal this so soon because we're going to talk about them later. But I think, like you said, I have, in terms of who's getting picked, I think it's going to be a little switched. But I have Willis first. Oh, that seems fairly obvious, except for the fact that Carolina might take Kenny Pickett, but um, they also might not. Um, but I think I got Willis, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, uh, Corral, and then Howell as my rankings there. Um, what do you think about this wide receiver class as it's supposed to be a deep one this year? Oh, great, great wide receiver class. Uh, you know, of course, led by uh, the guy from Ohio State there, uh, Chris Olive. They also got Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Uh, two great quarterbacks from the same school. You also got uh, the guy from USC, Drake London. And you got uh, Jamison Williams uh, from Alabama, you know, towards ACL. Uh, I think he is the best prospect of all these guys. Uh, now, is he going to be able to play right away? Uh, we don't know yet. Yeah, of course, he's, in, he's training already and he's getting ready to play. So he might have to sit, you know, half a season before he gets on the field. And as, and I said, uh, as I said on my show, I think the sleeper pick is uh, Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. I think, uh, you know, he's something to watch out for. Uh, he had 66 receptions for 1,100 yards uh, last year. He also carried the football 14 times for 112 yards. So uh, he can also, you know, run some sweeps and reverses. And he had 12 touchdowns. I think, uh, you know, he's comparable uh, to Debo Samuel. So I, I, uh, I would look out for him. I think he would be a very valuable pick for someone, uh, you know, if these other wide receivers already get picked and somebody, a team who's picking later in the first round, I think he would be a surprise pick. All right, moving on to some other quarterbacks. What do you think about any of the later round quarterbacks? Uh, I think the only guy that has any kind of upside in the later round is uh, Connor Strong out of Nevada. Now, he's had some knee issues uh, throughout his career. Uh, he still has some knee issues. He wears some braces on his knees, but he's got a cannon of an arm. And uh, I think if, you know, anybody wants to take a shot at a third or fourth round quarterback, I think he would be the uh, a candidate to do so. I've been kind of interested in the later round quarterbacks uh, as you know, kind of recently. Some of them I like are 
Bailey Zappi obviously has a pretty good arm. Uh, EJ Perry is looking to be the first quarterback out of Brown. Uh, and then, like, the first Ivy League quarterback drafted since 2005. Uh, I saw Brock Purdy in a mock seventh round for Packers. Dustin Crumbs, Crum and Thompson also projected sevenths there. Um, do you have any surprise picks slash players that might slide down the boards? Well, I, the guy you mentioned before, I think, uh, you know, I think this, uh, you know, the Kayvon Thibault of Oregon, I think he's uh, sliding as we speak. Uh, you know, he, I don't know why, though, either. Uh, I just think, uh, you know, some teams now are, are not, are just not interested in him. I think he might slide more than people think tomorrow night. I think he might slide near you know, 7, 8, 9, 10. I don't think he's going to be one of the top you know, five picks in this draft. Yeah. I'd still bet on him for two, but I could definitely see him sliding. I could see Hutchinson sliding to two. And then I could probably see like any of the quarterbacks sliding too as well. Or I could also see any of the, well, not any, but like the top three, like you said, be picked a lot earlier than, than projected. But Do you have any possible teams that you think will make draft night trades? Well, you know, everybody talks about the trades, all the NFL insiders, that's what they like to talk about. They like to stir their news up on the trades. I mean, it, it's a crapshoot right now. I think the Jets might make a trade, not to be trading draft picks. I think they might make a trade and get Debo Samuel. That's what I think might happen tomorrow night. And San Francisco might find themselves uh, possibly picking in the top 10 if that happens. Because, you know, the Jets have, you know, two picks early. So uh, that could ha- that could very well happen. Uh, again, our team, the Steelers, I don't know what their intentions are. I don't know if they really, really love that Willis kid out of Liberty. I don't know if they really love the Desmond Ritter kid. I don't know what their plans are. Uh, they are a possible team that could trade up. Uh, you know, another team that people aren't talking about. I think, uh, you know, who is looking for some star players or, uh, you know, like a, a guy to get the ball down the field. I think Dallas would be a team to watch to move up to get one of these splashy receivers. Uh, maybe even they trade up to get Jamison Williams. Maybe they trade up to get Chris Olive. Uh, I think Dallas would be a team to look out for to trade up and get one of these, you know, playmaker wide receiver types of guys uh, for, you know, Dak Prescott. All right. Do you have any players you think will be sleeper picks? Well, as I mentioned, I think that, that 20 uh, around, you know, a late first round pick would be a sleeper pick would be Traylon Burks. I think he's a, he's a, he's a wide receiver to watch out for. I think the other guy, uh, a sleeper pick to watch out for is the wide receiver out of Penn state, Jahan Dotson. I think he's got a a sleeper wide receiver pick. He's not too big, but uh, he had 91 catches for 1182 yards last year. 
So he might be a sleeper pick for a team looking to add a, a versatile type of player on their offense. Couple sleeper picks I got quarterback EJ Brown out of Brown, um, EJ Perry out of Brown. Uh, like, like I said, he's looking to be the first Ivy League quarterback drafted from two from 2005. For running backs, I have Pierre Strong Jr. out of South Dakota State, wide receiver Romeo Dobbs out of Nevada, tight end and tight end Lucas Kroll out of Pittsburgh. Okay, moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. What do you think the Steelers will do in the first round? And then if you want to list some picks you think will happen in the subsequent rounds, you can do that. Well, I don't I don't I don't have any names to, to give you who I think they should pick, but I'll tell you what they should pick. I think they should just keep rebuilding the team as needed. I don't think they should go and get one of these quarterbacks this year. Now, with that being said, okay, they've been highly vocal, highly seen with Willis and Desmond Ritter. If you know in the past, Alex, when the Steelers brass has dinner with a certain player, that's who they're picking in the draft. They've done it the last five seasons. So, uh, that, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, of course, there's not, those aren't the only two players they had dinner with, but those are the two quarterbacks they had dinner with. They had dinner with a couple other defensive guys, therefore. But that being said, I like them to stay the course. I think they should draft with their first pick. I think they should draft a lineman. And with their second and third picks, I think they need to supplement the defense. I, need to, I think they need to pick a defensive lineman. Uh, Cam, Cam Hayward is getting older. Uh, we don't know the status of Stefan Tuitt. We don't know uh, how Tyson Alou is going to bounce back from injury. He's older than Hayward. I think they need to replenish that defensive line. And I think, they, of course, they, even though they signed the uh, Jacksonville linebacker there, uh, you know, as a free agent, who's going to help out tremendously in linebacker, I think you need to look at drafting another linebacker too. And of course, you know, with the loss of Joe Hayden, they're going to need a cornerback too. So those, I would like to see them replenish those positions and wait to draft the quarterback till next year. But it, 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 I just get the feeling that this, that uh, Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, I think the Steelers brass is a little desperate here. And I think they're going to reach for a quarterback one year too early. And I hope that doesn't happen, but I think that's what they plan on doing. I think for the first round, it really depends what quarterbacks are taken beforehand. Because if there's only like one quarterback drafted, then they should probably wait till the second round to get a quarterback. But say there's two quarterbacks uh, drafted, then I bet. So my, my official prediction for the first pick, um, it's not even necessarily a prediction, but, like, I just like playing the odds. Like, if you had to give me one player I think they draft, I think they'd go with Desmond Ritter um, for their first pick, unless they think they can get him in the second round. 
for the other positions, I'd like to say see the linemen, uh, offensive linemen, wide receiver somewhere, cornerback somewhere, and then you said D-line somewhere. And then also, I th- I mean, we'll see. I don't, I don't know where he's projected because he might just sign after the draft. But they might get Cam Hayward's brother, Connor Hayward, also. That'd be pretty cool if they got him. And I don't know if you saw – saw this week that uh, Kevin Colbert said their first three picks have to be NFL starters. That was that, that's what they said in their press conference. So it'd uh, be pretty interesting to see what those three first picks are going to be this weekend. We'll see. Yep, going back, I, I don't know. I think they will pick quarterback just because um, theoretically everyone else in the division has a quarterback. And I think Desmond Ritter works really well with the offense they want to use. So I think that kind of leans towards him. Getting into some players that may get traded during the draft. What are your thoughts on Baker Mayfield and Debo Samuel? Well, (laughs) Baker Mayfield, I mean, what can we say? You know, he had – four years to prove himself. I know he had a little bad luck with different coaches, uh, different offensive callers, but he had four seasons to uh, make it right. And the Browns saw enough and they went ahead and, uh, you know, made the move and got Deshaun Watson. Now we don't know how this whole Deshaun Watson thing is going to play out. We don't know if it's going to be improvement. It's going to make him better. The guy hasn't played and the guy might not play half the season this year. We don't, we don't know. We just don't know the status of Deshaun Watson. And poor Baker Mayfield is the, you know, gets the you know, wrong end of the stick, as you would say, on this end. And now he's just being kind of held hostage uh, by the Browns. Uh, they haven't released him. They haven't traded him. Uh, I think once the draft goes down and, you know, teams get what they need or don't get what they need, uh, Baker Mayfield might uh, get traded after or released, uh, you know, pending on what happens. And this whole rumor of the Steelers wanting Baker Mayfield, that's just ridiculous. Uh, the Steelers uh, would have to pick up his fifth-year option, I think, if he uh, if, it, if it's a trade. And I don't think the Steelers want any part of that. Now, if he gets released, I don't know what happens. I think that just goes away and they got to sign him for a certain amount of money. But the Steelers aren't getting Baker Mayfield, and they're not going to make a play for him. So I don't know why these rumors keep popping up about, about that. I just think it's crazy and funny that that's even happening. But we don't know where Baker Mayfield's going to end up. Uh, he's going to – I think he uh, if he can't get on Seattle and, and try to compete with Drew Locke, uh, he's going to end up being a backup somewhere. And um, I don't think he's going to like it. I think he's going to pout. Uh, you know, he's uh, you know not mature enough to handle this type of a situation. Uh, he's always got to say what's on his mind. He doesn't play the, he doesn't go along and play the uh, company tagline, as you would say. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, if Baker Mayfield might find himself out of the NFL in a couple of years, uh, if he doesn't change his attitude and, uh, you know, open up to being a backup somewhere. So uh, interesting to watch what happens with Baker. Uh, the, the whole Debo Samuel thing is just, uh, it's just beyond, I just can't explain it. The guy had one good season where he had 
1,770 total yards from scrimmage. Uh, he was hurt the year before. And, of course, his rookie year, uh, he's still learning the uh, how to play in the NFL and what to do. So he only had about 900 yards total from scrimmage. Uh, he saw these guys getting this money. He saw Tyree Kill getting the big contract. He saw Devontae Adams getting the big contract. Stephon Diggs got extended in Buffalo. He got more money. He sees this money being handed out, and he, he thinks he should be, you know, getting a piece of that. And, uh, you know, he probably had some preliminary talks with San Francisco. San Francisco probably said, hey, you're still under contract yet. We're not paying you yet. And he didn't like it. And he went and requested a trade. If this is going to be the new trend where, you know, what's good about the NFL is the NFL tries to control where these players go and tries to keep them in check. Uh, I'm hoping that this doesn't turn like into the NBA where an NBA player, you know, doesn't like where he's playing. He pouts, he sits, he, you know, he, he puts it, throws a temper tantrum and then the NBA team is forced to trade him to somewhere where he wants to go. I hope this isn't the trend with the NFL and these guys doing this, especially with Debo Samuel. But I don't think Debo Samuel has any kind of leverage. Now, if he had three great seasons and they weren't going to pay him and it was his last year, then I could see him having some kind of argument. But right now, I don't, I don't see it that way. But what uh, I know. Uh, what, what's your uh, thoughts on that, Alex? I'll start with Baker Mayfield. I think that if he if he's going to get traded during the draft, which I think there's a decent chance, uh, it would probably be Friday. Although I don't know what day they picked the fourth round on, but uh, I think he probably Browns would eat half of his contract or something like that. And I think it would be like for a fourth round pick and like swapping fifths. That'd be my prediction. Like fourth round pick swapped fifths. So. And then obviously Debo. Um, the Niners did say that they have no intention of trading them but i think that i heard reports today that the jets are like the top team because they have those two first round picks so obviously he would go for um obviously first round picks some amount of first round picks so are there any other players you want to mention in this year's draft class no i'm just uh looking forward to the draft uh, this weekend, uh, of course, you know, the first round is Thursday, second and third round is Friday, and the rest concludes on Saturday. So uh, just looking forward to see uh, what happens, any drama happens out there with these, with these teams, with these guys. So, uh, you know, just looking forward to it. All right. I already mentioned Connor Haywood out of Michigan State, Bailey Zappi, uh, Western Kentucky, and E.J. Perry out of Brown. There's also that set six seven quarterback out of South Louisiana that's not going to get drafted, but uh, throw them in there. And then, which team do you think will have the best draft overall? Well, it seems like every year, uh, Baltimore has a good draft, so <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to have a, have a, another great draft. I think the Steelers. Uh, are going to have a good draft. 
that they, uh, you know, need to fill their roster, uh, you know, as the as positions I mentioned before. And, you know, I think uh, my sleeper team to have a good draft is Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is maybe a few key players away from, you know, being the top, you know, they won the NFC East, you know, last year. Wild card team last year in the NFC East. If they get these key players, they could top Dallas and be the, uh, you know, the front runner in the NFC East this year. I, I look out for Philadelphia in this draft and uh, look at them to supplement Jalen Hurts with some more players around them. All right. We'll finish it off with this question. Who do you think will win the match 3.0? Team Brady Rogers or Team Mahomes Allen? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about uh, Josh Allen. I didn't know he was a golfer. I knew the other three guys uh, played Brady, Rogers, and uh, Mahomes. Now we've seen Brady on this on this on this, you know, match stuff before. Uh, other than him getting lucky the one time hitting that shot in out of the fairway, uh, he's, he has not looked good at all. And uh, I know Rogers is pretty decent. I know Mahomes is pretty decent. Again, I know nothing about Josh Allen. I never seen him swing a golf club. So that's to be the wild card right there. If Josh Allen is any good, I see him and Mahomes beating Rogers and Brady easily because. Uh, we've seen how Brady plays. So uh, that would be my pick, uh, would be uh, Allen and the Mahomes uh, beating those two guys. All right. This has been Out of an End Zone with the host for our NFL Draft preview. And we hope you enjoy the 2022 NFL Draft tomorrow night.